Hello, and welcome back to Full Out with Samantha Jo Harvey. I'm Sam. What's up? Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to bring you today's conversation because I know it is going to change someone's life. I have my friend Jen Suzuki on, aka Inspire Health by Jen. You can find her on Instagram. And she is a holistic functional medicine practitioner, an energy healer, a yoga teacher, and an entrepreneur. And through her education and her personal experience, which is actually really, really wild, she has dedicated her life's work to helping women uncover the root cause of their chronic symptoms and lead them into a life of soul transformation and physical healing. And I think that that is the the theme of today really is that your body can heal. Whatever you are dealing with, you can heal. And what I love about Jen's approach is that it is not just about the physical. It's not just about how you're moving your body or what foods you're eating or what supplements you're taking, but it's also about the energetic and the spiritual. She looks at holistic health. And I think that this is so important and so timely. The amount of women that I talk to that are moving through menopause or perimenopause, who are dealing with infertility, who are working with hormone issues, autoimmune symptoms, it's just at an all-time high. And so I know that this work is needed. We jump into so many different conversations that I think are going to really serve you in your In your journey, whether you are dealing with health issues or not, I believe that this is going to serve someone in optimizing their health, in supporting yourself. If you do have issues, we actually even have a Q&A section that I got questions directly from you guys off of Instagram. And um, I'm just really excited. I think this one is going to really blow your mind and I hope that you enjoy it. Now, if you love this conversation, take a screenshot, share a link with a friend. I know that there are other women that need to hear this conversation. Let me know what are your biggest takeaways? What is one thing that you are going to implement and shift in your world so that you can live your life full out? Thanks for being here. Let's dive in. All right, Jen, I am so excited to welcome you to Full Out with Samantha Jo Harvey. We met at a women's retreat, actually. And I don't even want to call it a retreat. It was like (laughs) a ceremony, wild woman, gathering of witches. Like it was the most magical and epic thing. And you and I connected across the circle and it was like, oh, like the angels (laughs) came out and like our lipsticks found one another across the circle. And I am so excited to have you on today, diving into all of the things, body, autoimmune, spirituality and how that plays a part into our health, like all of the things. And I am so excited you're here. Thanks for coming to Full Out. Oh my gosh. We were full out at that experience. And yes, our lipsticks really did. I think that's what caught my eye. I was like, oh, this girl's full out and her lips. I was like, I get her. And we just, yeah, we had this amazing connection. So I'm excited to be here and serve your people. Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. So before we get into your story, I'm actually really curious for you, what does it mean to you to live your life full out? It means to like, I mean, coming from my story to not have a physical body that limits me and to be living always in alignment with what my body is telling me. Earlier today, I had a phone call that was like uncomfortable with a colleague and I, my body was like, mm, sis, mm, sis, like my mind, my lower part of me, like she wanted to be quiet. Like she wanted to play nice. And my body's like, no, 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 no. And I learned so much from healing eight different autoimmune conditions that like your body always knows the way. Like she is, you two are connected. Like we are a soul that sinks into this body, just like we're a person driving a car. But for me, living full out is like, yes, going for it. And you and I end up at the same kinds of events because we want the same impact in the world. But like, for me, it's really boils down to being like the body channel. Why do you think that so many women feel crappy? Like, why do you feel like so many women in their physical bodies? I believe there's a big piece of it of that, that we're not living our, our purpose, but I also know there's the health component to it. But why do you think there's so many women right now that are just uncomfortable unhappy in their bodies, dealing with autoimmune. What what is your opinion? Yeah. So what I've come to find to be true is that we are driving a car we've never been given the user manual for. We've been given like a fake user manual. Mm. And it's like, 
oh, well, this is how society eats and lives and thinks and expects their life to go. And then you have this body that's divinely created with a way different frequency and expression. And you try to put your circle or star self in that square box, it ain't going to fit. And you're going to be rubbing up against the edges, wondering why your elbows hurt and thinking, oh, I just need to give myself a shot in my elbow for it to shut up. But like, honey, you're in the wrong box. (laughs) (laughs) My whole motto is like, step out of the box in all the ways. There you go. Step out of the box. Like we don't live in boxes over here in the full out world. We don't do it. Step out. And, And then it boils down to like, everything technical from the food we eat and the water we're drinking and what are our hormones doing? Like so many women, I mean, let's, for anyone listening, have you ever felt like two weeks out of a month, you are just feeling so great about yourself and maybe you don't recognize this. And then you have a week or two, you're like, did I eat something wrong? Did I sleep on my neck weird? Like our hormones really affect how we're living, whether you're a cycling or non-cycling female, all humans cycle with the moon. And then you add on top of that, your inner moon, and we're not understanding ourselves and wondering why we couldn't PR our deadlift at the gym on our menstrual cycle day one, like thinking something's wrong with us, but it's just, we're so dynamic as women and men, you're cycling with the moon too. So like we are dynamic creatures. We're not static. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I'm so excited to dive in. I want to hear about your story because mm-hmm. I know that you did go through a lot of shit to get where you are now. So let's hear that because I also think that the listener is going to really resonate with some of the things that you've worked through. So can you share where were you and how did you get here? Yeah. So for anyone listening who just you're like, wow, this person sounds happy and her life sounds great. Like, but I wasn't, and it wasn't like that. And I, I do, part of me wishes I was one of those girls who just like woke up and had it easy and arrived here. But like, I have that Cinderella story of, I was living in rags and like filth in terms of energetics and how my body felt in the short story is I had eight autoimmune conditions in my 20s, I was bedridden sick. I was a nurse. I was in school to be a nurse midwife. Like, And I was racking up a ton of debt. I thought the guy I was going to marry, that relationship dissolved. Like it, I mean, I had a huge rock bottom and I was in the box. I was in, I was seeing all the experts in medicine. I was seeing all the functional medicine people and my body kept feeling worse and worse and worse. And it was for me a time of trusting myself a time of learning how to trust myself and a time of my intuition coming online and learning to trust that over the authorities that knew what to do with my body. Even though the little voice in me was like, fire all of these sons of guns, throw these $1,300 worth of supplements you just bought that they said, oh, you just need more. That's why you don't feel good in the trash and like sit here and get in tune. And so that's what I did. And slowly but surely, I mean, well, slowly but surely, it got a little bit worse before it got better. So those who are healing your body, um, there's such things as healing flares and there's such things as practitioners just wanting you to buy more parasite cleanses and get on more keto diets and do all the things with them. Um, But I developed that inner knowing and that inner compass and slowly rose out from the ashes and carved my way out. Just imagine like a chicken, like trying to like hatch itself out of the egg. and. finally got out and then took a deep breath and looked at the world and was like, all right, I'm ready to do this different. And that was like the first day of my life. I would say, I don't, what's so interesting as I've reconnected with a really good childhood friend of mine and they remind me of all of these memories. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't remember much about my life until after my awakening. I remember the last six, seven, eight, nine years crystal clear before that. I don't remember much at all. Wow. Mm-hmm. In thinking back on my journey, I feel actually similarly. Like when I started really coming online, there's a lot of those crystal clear moments. And and actually prior to that, it's like, oh, how interesting. I wonder if that's a thing. I've never heard anyone speak into that before. Yeah. Something that I just realized in the last couple months and since the summer really. And I'm like, but when you're living like a zombie and going through the motions and living half awake, like for me, what was there to remember? Like I was just, I had no inner compass leading my life. I was completely in tune with forces around me governing myself. And like, that's how I lived. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so resonate. I didn't have the autoimmune situations, but I did. I was dealing with a lot of body dysmorphia after a fitness mm-hmm. competition. I was in yes. a marriage that wasn't serving me. I was I, I was in that surviving phase, yeah. and it was like one day it hit me, and I was like, Whoo! And I was like, Oh shit! This isn't the life I'm supposed to be living. But I'm curious because you said you started developing your inner compass. Can mm-hmm. you share, especially for someone who's like, I'm in the shit right now, whether it is a health thing or it's just a life thing. How did you start developing your inner compass? Yeah. Well, I was in, I think I had the simultaneous shit of the really hard breakup and then the chronic health. Um, It was like little to develop it. It was like little tokens along the way. Like if I, if I trusted it here, then it would prove me, prove to me, you can trust it. And then would give me, it just was like every time it gave me like a little, a little carrot on the string. Come on, trust me a little bit more. Trust me a little bit more. And the, the first initiation, I think that I passed, not that that's what it's about, but that's what it felt like, right? Was I, my body was failing me and getting worse and worse. And my family was very concerned. And here I am being like, nope, you know what? I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what all these experts have been telling me to do. And I visibly looked worse when I started doing that. Um, I had eczema from my collarbone to my forehead and it was so bad. I mean, it was bad. And then it got so bad because it started to heal. And for me, it was just that little bit by little bit by little bit. And then it gets louder and it gets louder. And then the body talks more, the body talks more. I started to learn like when someone would tell me something, if my body had a reaction to it, like I could trust that instead of being like, shut up body. You don't know. Like, oh, no, 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 this body, the, our bodies are nature. They're one with the trees they're one with God. Like they know it's just the driver sometimes that doesn't know how to operate them. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm actually curious about the eczema. Cause one of our questions that came in from my Instagram was what the fuck do I do with the eczema? And I, we can like get into more of the like how to's later, but if you have yeah. anything specific into that skin piece mm-hmm. that you want to share mind, body, and energy, because I am a full believer in the holistic approach and I know yeah. you are. So I would love to maybe start diving in there. Yes. I would love to speak on eczema because my reality was at 25 years old, I mean, I was out at like all the country concerts and all the fun places, like selfies with my friends, cute makeup, cute hair. And I sat on my couch and I was like, I don't think I'll ever take a selfie again. And like, it's comical now mm-hmm. that that was my like, but like, let's be honest, like in, in this day and age, like we're real world girls, like that's what we care about. And I was like, oh, okay. And everyone I was listening to had different opinions and modern medicine, the way I'm trained in allopathic Western medicine as a nurse practitioner is to just get the body to shut up. There's a lot of things, a lot of pharmaceuticals, and I'm not anti-pharma. There's a time and place. Oh my gosh. I am the first to write a script for someone straight off of CVS shelf. (laughs) Um, And then I also love holistic compounding pharmacies, but you know, there's a time and place for pharmaceuticals. And if you have eczema, it's not one of them. Mm. Um, if you need, if you are an absolute terrible pain and it's your wedding day and you need to use a topical steroid. Okay. I'll write it for you. But there's so many immuno infusions, biologic infusions. There's so many things you can do to shut your body up. But what your body is trying to tell you is like, sister from the inside out, I am incredibly toxic and I'm bursting at the seams. If you've had eczema, you know, you literally can feel your skin beginning to crack and peel. You can feel the heat rising up. You can feel that you're bursting at the seams with toxicity in your body. And the number one thing is your liver, which is connected to your solar plexus, which is connected to your sovereignty and your power. So if you have skin issues, your liver is a junkyard right now and you're not in your power fully. I promise those those things or you can connect. Every physical symptom starts in your energy field 100% of the time. It's like one of the easiest ones I give people is like notice someone who walks hunched over, they're protecting their heart, right? They usually have a lot of heart disease and or shoulder pain and or wrist pain. Like that all started when they had an energetic or emotional infarct to their heart center, which then trickled down into the physical body because our energy fields like up here above our body. And then that, those dysfunctions and discord trickle down into our physical body, which then creates disease. So Einstein says we can't solve a problem at the level it was created. Sometimes just treating the physical body just ain't going to cut it. (laughs) 
So mm. I don't know. And I'm not usually, so I'm like, I'm talking like I'm from Texas. I'm in Kansas City saying the ain't word a couple times. I don't know what is bringing it out of me, but maybe <laughs> you have listeners who resonate. <laughs> We're going to say that it's re- it's reaching someone. Sometimes my Baltimore comes yeah. out and my like, my yeah. get weird, my get into a y'all. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I'm so glad that, well, that's who it's for then. That's who it's for then, girl. So, okay. I love I love this piece. And I know that you developed this over time. Like you, you, your journey, it's been however many years of, of developing this. What was the step in? Did you feel like it was, it was like the physical first and then the nutrition and then the spiritual? Did you feel like it happened all at the same time? Like what was, how did it all fit together? Yeah. So I don't know if we've talked about this, but I actually came from like a fitness bodybuilding, like background. And I think that was like my the my awakening started within the physical body. Wow. And so I came from like just whatever kind of diet doing, you know, playing sports to like I want to like take myself to the next level and that was the first available thing. And then long story short, you know, a high protein diet, stressed stressed out like workouts that, you know, and just low carb like all of the things started to beat my body down and then my physical body was like, all right, well, you've extended your ability to awaken through me. So you're going to have to find something else. And then next it was spiritual, but I went through a lot of, um, I grew up Catholic and then was involved in a Christian church. And like, I knew there were parts of it that weren't serving me. And that's why I love our holy women community so much is because there's like the parts that resonated, but I, I didn't understand. Like it was just that spiritual search and quest And that was my next layer of initiation, like body. Okay. I figured that out, learned how to heal it. And then after my body started to get better, I went through this like second spiritual awakening of like, what do you believe? Like, and all my friends that were a part of a church group with me were like, you're changing. We're worried about you. Like I just went through like having to really step into what's true to me and abandon everything else along the way. And it was really hard and it was really lonely and it was scary. Mm, you know, we actually do have a handful of listeners that I that I know personally that have moved through releasing former religious ties or connections with some um, more intense like religious upbringings. And I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit more into that because yeah. that transition, even if it's not religious, I I know this with a lot of my clients. There is a step that you get to take. It's like a choice point where it's either I'm going to continue surrounding myself with this group, with this mindset, with this energy, or I'm going to listen to that soul calling, that nudge that says there's something different and there's something more for me. But we don't often talk about that grief that comes with having to leave behind Mm -hmm. the life, the relationships, the ways of being that we had grown up in. And so I'm wondering if you could speak a little bit more into that journey. So there are people in my life who are belong to a religion and they are fully expressed and it is fully serving them and they are fully alive. That wasn't me. I could not be who I was. And, you know, I started this blog and this business and I started talking about energy and I started talking about these things I was learning about, like your intuition and talking with your angels. And I had relatives and people who were on the other side coming and visiting me. And I couldn't talk about that, even in a very modern, modern place, church that I was at. And I noticed like that my roles and my, this was just a microscopic lens to a macroscopic patriarchy that we're in. Like I wasn't asked to like volunteer at the front anymore. And they started to like kind of silence me in some ways. And I was like, Ooh, that feels weird. And I started to feel shameful. And then I just got to this point where it's like, I can either abandon myself mm-hmm. or I can abandon everything else that I've ever known. And that's what I started to do. And like, and long story short, it all turned out fine. Some of these people are still in my life. Some aren't. That's okay. Um, but what I can say for those who are making that jump is it feels really, really scary. At least it did for me of like, will I have any friends? What if I make a mistake? Are they right when they tell me that I'm messing with things that are evil? And But the more and more, again, just like my physical body journey with all the medical experts, the more and more I followed my inner compass the better I got and the more alive I felt and the more like I was making friends in other arenas and avenues and the more people are like, you look great. You're coming alive. Like what is happening to you? 
And that will also make people really freaking uncomfortable. When you become alive, they don't like it because it shows them that they're dead. Oh, yes. Yes. You said something so potent and I, I want to highlight it is talking about being fully expressed. And I'm curious about being fully expressed and your health because I know in my journey, and that's really what part of the full out brand is, it's being full out in every aspect, whether it is going for the giant business goal or posting what you want to post on social media or saying what you want to say, or like being your wild, crazy, bold self, being fully expressed, using the voice in your body in, in all of the ways I think is so important for women. And, and as you and I know, and what we you know believe in is that women have been shut down. We have been stripped of that freedom to really express ourselves. And it's not freedom, but it's really the safety around, I think, being fully expressed. And so I think that's what we're in right now. We are reclaiming our power. We're reclaiming our safety in being fully expressed. But I'm curious your thoughts on when one is fully expressed or not fully expressed, how that turns, how that shows up in your health. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm just, this is what's coming through and it's going to reach someone. And then if you want to redirect my, my question, no, please. living fully expressed in my health looks actually the opposite of than what most people would think. So it's not that I go do whatever I want, whenever I want. I have such a close understanding with my body now that I understand what she needs. And I remember just being... <laughs> I'm going to use my book, for example, like we'd be at a restaurant and I would say, I would order like this. I wouldn't want anyone to know because I was trying to like get the dairy off my plate or like ask for something that my body needed or ask to see a gluten-free menu or like ask if they could steam my vegetables instead of put butter on them, like our vegetable oil or whatever it was that I knew I needed at the time. And I remember feeling weird and feeling like I was an inconvenience that I needed so much time in the morning to like have my sacred start and use an infrared sauna and work out. Like I just needed so much to feel well. That's what set me up to be like really high vibe now in my life and living full express. So I wish the answer sometimes would be more fun to be like, I do whatever I want, eat whatever I want. I, but it's, it's the opposite. I have a close relationship with my body and she's like, okay, Jen, like if you want to drive me around in this lifetime and you want me to show up, how your soul picked, like our soul picks our bodies. It's like, that's the one I need to do. Like, if you want a bike, if you want to be Lance Armstrong, you're not going to pick the, the bike you're going to ride down the street. You're going to pick a mountain bike. And so, or whatever kind of bike he uses, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> blessings to him. But I'm, my body just tells me. And so living full out is like not being apologetic about what I need. And I used to be so ashamed of like, hey, like, I need to go to bed a little bit earlier on this trip or, Hey, I want to stop by a juicery and get some juices for my morning or, Hey, I'm going to order a little bit different. And now I just don't care. Yeah. I, it, I don't care. Cause then other people like ask you and they're like, what are you doing? And they want some of it. And I just, I had no idea that would be what happened. Um, but it was, my friends are like, you should start a blog, blog turned into a business, business turned into a brand. Like, and here we are. Oh. So. Yeah, I love it. And I and I really believe that I say to my clients too, even though I don't I used to do health. I had a huge chapter of of um being in the nutrition world and I no longer do that, but I fully believe that when we are living our soul's mission and we're we are in alignment, our health is going to show that. Our physical yeah. bodies are going to show that. And um, you know, I think it's so interesting. We got a lot of questions about autoimmune. We got questions about um, hormones around perimenopause and menopause. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, I think we should maybe dive into that. I'm really curious how that works on just the physical and the energetic. And that's what I love about you is, is yeah. you know, you could say, hey, go take this supplement or that supplement. But what I love is that you're inviting us into a more holistic view. And I think that's one of your superpowers. Yeah. So if we can get into autoimmune, I feel like everything I see from you on Instagram is like hormones, autoimmune. And I'm like, yes, tell us everything. So what do you think are the, the top things that women need to know about their hormones and autoimmune? Yes. And I'll start with, this is like what's coming through me to say is it's very energetic and physical balance. When I was, so food was the first place that I started with energy food. When we eat food, it's an energy that we're giving our body. I had no idea about like, you know, the sacred start or spiritual connection or energy work. Like I didn't know about that. The way you live your life and be in a alignment. I just knew like 
from my bodybuilding days really of like food does something to your body. So I was like, okay. So I took it another layer deeper and I started to look at food as frequency. And so for someone who's hearing this and they're like, oh my God, Jen said no gluten. No, no. You know what's so important is finding the nutrition that works for you and knowing you could have a squeaky clean diet. For some person, their highest expression of eating is paleo. For some person, it's raw vegan. Like whatever it is, you could have that nailed down in the physical, but if you also aren't treating the energy body, you're screwed. So there's a give and take. Like yes, when, when I'm traveling and on these epic adventures where I met you, my diet's a lot more flexible because I'm in such a high frequency environment versus when I'm the day-to-day in my office and my studio, like doing the work on it, making sure that this message reaches the world. Like I don't need as much food support. But when my body has less of that energetic, I mean, we were in like this energetic sanctuary for three days. It's amazing. (laughs) I remember this will hopefully help some people who feel like really afraid of food. I, we were at this, I was at the s'mores bar, um, during the silent disco and this chocolate, there was like all these different, it was dark in there. I was like, Oh, dark chocolate. Sweet. I was like, I'm tired. I want some of this. So I'm eating it. And I had built a relationship with the party planner. She was super sweet. And she comes by and like, Oh my gosh, this vegan chocolate is so good. Cause they, she said everything was vegan on the thing. And her eyes got huge. She was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's not vegan. And you know, five, 10 years ago, I would have freaked out and been like, so afraid. And I was like, well, okay, I'll see what happens. I got a little sweaty in my sleep and I was fine. Like, it's just amazing. You know, in that five, 10 years ago, that would have put me in bed for three days with gastrointestinal upset. Like your frequency and how your body responds, it's, it's your food is 50% of it. It's so important. And sometimes it's the one thing we know how to do is start with food. Like if you're like energetics, chakras, meditation, heal, like all of this, it's an evolution and you'll uncover that. But food is where you can start, but also don't be a prisoner to your meal plan. I I used to live in that. I, when I was doing my nutrition stuff, I I was really big on these 30 day programs and they really did incredible things, like incredible things for my health, for so many of my clients. It was amazing. And also there became a point where it it was unhealthy for me because I didn't want to go out because I wanted to so strictly follow it. I can really easily fall into that all or nothing. And it became another way that I was just controlling my life. Um, and now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a piece of bread if I'm going to have a piece of bread and like my, my body will be fine. I will be good. And so I do think there's an evolution that happens. Um, so food is frequency. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this. So if we come back to hormones and the autoimmune, and we yeah. know that food is like 50% of it, what what are the top things that women need to know if they're like freaking out about hormones right now, whether they yeah. are trying to conceive or if they're going through uh, mm-hmm. perimenopause, menopause, what do we need to know about? Okay. I'm going to take this in two bites. The first bite is you on anything autoimmune and hormonal healing, you have physical, mental, emotional, spiritual and food, like we were saying, is usually just the first thing we can grasp. Your evolution is going to look different than ours. And what lights up your spirit and heals your energy field can look very different for different people. Mm-hmm. So there's bite one. Bite two for hormones. Oh man, I got so much to say. First on autoimmune, and they they really do relate. So in my research, there's three pillars of healing autoimmune disease. The first is anti-inflammatory nutrition. The second is mind-body medicine, energy this research calls it that. And then the third is personalized biochemistry, which is like personalized nutrients and personalized bioidenticals or hormone support, or just optimizing naturally. Your hormones for autoimmune to happen, you have to have a downfall in your hormones. So, but let's like jump right over to hormones for a second and autoimmune folks listening, just know you're included in this with the hormones. And also if I could say one to you, one thing to your body, never, never, never attacks itself. Autoimmune is a theory that's never been proven by science. They didn't know what else to call it. It's like the serotonin theory in depression. They give you an SSRI, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. They, they, they I don't know the best I got. And they found something that a drug that hey, I'll prescribe it when it's needed. It's not your your end all be all, but there's so they called it that. Yes, they find antibodies to your thyroid or to your tissues, but there's an infection. There's a frequency in there that the immune system's going after going, ah, uh-uh, it's not me. I got to get it out. 
So we'll pause there, but I want to talk on hormones because this is going to reach every single woman. We, our hormones are in trouble. Don't, and we don't have to live in fear and don't freak out, but understanding them is where you can support yourself. I was in perimenopause. I had healed my body using food and energy from autoimmune conditions and then when, went into perimenopause at 30 years old. This is just a couple of years ago. And I was wondering why I was puffy. I looked exhausted all the time. I was putting on weight around my middle. My diet had not changed. My exercise, I ramped it up. It still didn't help so many women. And we go through this line in our head of, oh, I'm just getting older. I just have to live with this. Or I've had kids. If you don't feel fine, you're not fine. And there's someone who has answers for you and you might have to go through a couple of people first to find what resonates. And you're not, you're not wasting money. You're not losing. You're, you, you're trying people on. It's like dating. They, you know, God bless the broken road that led me here to you. Like (laughs) those are your functional medicine and your medical providers. So with hormones, we used to operate, you know, with a, like a mountaintop, we would climb. Like when we were born, we have low levels of hormones. Puberty is that mountaintop and we slowly come down. And then we meet in menopause at sea level. Well, now most of us are below sea level before we even reach perimenopause or menopause. And that's why it sucks. And this Mm. is why women are struggling with fertility because there's so much toxicity. And not that we have to live in fear. Just think like improve my vessel, improve my vessel, strengthen my vessel, whether it's like wrapping yourself with white light or eating all the high frequency foods that you can get your hands on, pick the way that you up your vibe. But there's so much toxicity that's crowding our receptor sites that these xenoestrogens are, you know, we hear a lot about estrogen dominance, but really like that's true, but that's like looking through a six millimeter telescope when the telescope's six foot wide. Women are estrogen dominant because two things. One, our progesterone is so low. Like, oh my gosh, if you have a puffy face or you feel puffy or your periods suck or you can't sleep or, I mean, so many things, autoimmune, if you have acne, this is all low progesterone. If you have anxiety, anxiety and depression, it's 85% hormonal. Like that's wow. mental illness is hormonal. Um, but with our hormones, we have such low progesterone and then we have like barely any estrogen, but it's higher in relationship. So then we're estrogen dominant. But these estrogens, our bodies, our ovaries, they're exhausted. Our ovaries are a creative center, our life force. So many of us are not connected to our ability to be co-creators. And so our ovaries are like, they're sad. Mm-hmm. And so as we strengthen that energetic piece, as we heal our bodies, you know, our estrogens, our, our body's not producing as much estrogen as it could, even if you've been like the healthiest person since day one because your mom is super crunchy. We're not estrogen dominant. Our hormones are, we're, we're fighting an uphill battle. And so to understand them and to know what to look for, because I firmly believe I'm as crunchy as they come um, in the, the medical world. Like my clients, I mean, sometimes they're shocked that I'll work with hormones. I work with a plant-based bioidentical trochee. It doesn't go through the liver. It's organic. It's made from plants. And it's a hormone support because we get to a point where I'll be honest with women that the ashwagandha and the meditations just aren't going to do it. And if you want to live full out, you might need some support. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a What I've noticed with myself over the years and my clients is we have an upper limit problem. We actually don't understand, we're almost afraid and it's foreign to us how good we can feel. And the hormones, maybe that's not even your deal. Maybe you just like would benefit from a peptide or a B vitamin or extra sleep or understanding infrared saunas for your health. Like pick your, your kaleidoscope of health and healing tools is going to look different than the next person's, but we really have an upper limit problem to how good we can feel. And I'm not one in believing that just don't dump everything in the body. But I think you're catching what I'm saying. I can, I can Wait, feel it. I'm like obsessed with this. I've never heard anyone say this before, an upper limit problem. And that you are like mm-hmm. speaking the, the language of my soul because in, in my work and what I do, it is all about expansion. What is our next level in our health, in our yeah. business, in our finances, in our sensuality, in our expression? And, and that's really where I support people is we step into the next level and I am like my brain is trying to wrap itself around this upper limit problem. So yes. if you were to say like, here's what you can do, like, give me a one, two, three, how do we support and expand and heal this upper limit problem? So questioning it, 
Um, I can just use myself as an example without breaking HIPAA. So I (laughs) filled my body with food and energy healing and I felt good, but I was not thriving. And I had been trained and learned over several years about bioidenticals and peptides and a lot of these like really great holistic tools that fit my crunchy box to make sure it's super clean and holistic, but also like we're really working for people. And so I, some clients who would ask me about them, I'd get them started. They would have great results, but for some reason there was some block. There was some story that made no sense of like, oh, I'm too young for that. Or, oh, I need to pride myself on just healing with food. I don't even remember the garbage stories, but one day I asked myself, what's the worst that can happen if you take the next step for your health and you start working with some of these tools that you're trained and certified in? And I was like, um, the worst thing that could happen. Mm, I might screw up my body. Uh, I might just feel really good. Uh, I was like, oh, there's not a lot here. And then I was like, am I willing to live with the worst thing in potentiality that I'll gain the best thing? And I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. And like I had my conscious brain had her little binky to suck on of all the research and case studies that she, for my ego to feel safe. And then my spirit, I just like did a simple muscle test and felt into it. And it was like, yes. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I see that if you catch yourself in a thinking spiral about something, you're likely talking yourself out of something versus like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that feels good. Let me learn more. Oh, well, I don't know. We could try it. Yeah. So good. So good. I, I absolutely love it. So I want to, we touched on the eczema. We mm-hmm. touched on hormones and yeah. autoimmune. Is there anything else you want to say about those three things before I jump into some other questions that women had? Yeah, there's so much with hormones. Understanding yourself as a cyclical being because you can't beat yourself up if you know you feel just a little like inward and a little tired and a little weaker on day one of your cycle, but on day 13 or day six, you felt like a bionic woman. Like there's nothing wrong with you in that case. But if over several months you're noticing you're really struggling at a certain period and you just know there's more, go find that more. I think that's what I want to say. Yeah. And and I think that you're highlighting this inner knowing. Like we as women, we just know, like we do know we have this intuitive ability. We have this this just deep inner knowing that we've been taught to ignore. We've been taught to not listen. We've been taught to outsource our power to other doctors, to Mm -hmm. other experts, to Mm -hmm. other people. And I, and I, what I'm hearing you say is like, you, you know, like, you know, within yourself Mm -hmm. when it's time to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so I want to just highlight that and encourage the listener you know, girl, like you know, whether it's time to get extra support in your health or if it's time to start the business or it's time to leave the relationship or it's time to do the thing, like, you know, and you don't need anyone's permission. You don't. You know, and your body will tell you hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we got a question about how to heal gut health. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was a blanket statement. Um, and so how do we heal gut health? How do we know mm. if our gut health is off? Maybe we'll start there. And then yeah. what are some quick and easy? And I want to kind of keep these bite-sized so we can get through sure. a couple of them. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll let you take it away. If your gut doesn't feel fine, it's not fine. And a supplement's not going to fix it. A probiotic's not going to fix it. So let me back. Let me go energetic first, and then we'll go physical. <laughs> energetic. If you take your right hand and solemnly swear and just stick it under your right rib cage, right up at the top of your belly, that's your liver. Your liver, as I talked about, is your solar plexus, your sovereignty, your autonomy, your power center. When this liver gets weak, it produces the horsepower for your GI system. And we live in a world that loves to take away our power. Energetically, your gut's going to start to break down. When you start to break down, then you get bacteria, you get viruses, you get parasites in that gut, and then you have symptoms. So think about energetically what you can be doing and listening to this podcast, I guarantee you, is going to help you understand your power. But also like the foods you're eating and the water you're drinking, tap water, like it's one of the easiest things to switch out. You can buy distilled or spring water from the store. You can get a filter. It is really breaking down our gut microbiome, healing your liver. Our diet is not even a lot of the diet set up to, to be 
just really healthy or a lot of influencers on the internet are using them. They're not necessarily biochemically correct for you. So get a blood panel looked at, see what your body's doing, eating whole foods, taking care of your body, and just knowing a supplement or a pill is not just going to fix it. And if you have like reflux or GERD or SIBO and you're taking, you're given, you know, PPIs or antibiotics, like it's not going to fix it. So if you need that temporarily, great, but find that root cause and order a GI map with your functional medicine practitioner. (laughs) Mm, So good. So good. So we have another question around perimenopause and she said she notices that she's been experiencing some symptoms, weight gain, hot flashes, troubled sleep. She's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. And what would she recommend? And what I love about this question is she said, what gets to shift or change physically, spiritually, supplement-wise during this transition? Okay. So love you, love you girlfriend. Oh my gosh. So I was 30 going through this, right? 30 it's young and people and doctors like mainstream are just like they don't know what to do. They're just like, oh, that's fine. It's co-. It, What's common is not normal. Um, so what gets to shift? And then we'll get into what to do. So your hormones are the connector between the physical and the energetic world. So what used to happen like a long, long time ago, um, before we genetically modified the crap out of our earth, we had high levels of hormones even. I mean, not high, but relatively high compared to what they're now. And when someone went to the end of their lifespan, their crown energy center on top of their head would open, their hormones would lower, and their spirit would slip out of the top of their head. Well, when you're 38 or 30 or 45 or 50 and you're feeling like kind of half dead, well, your your spirit's staying in that body. So it's not normal that we are dying with these chronic diseases. And hormone imbalance is the direct way to autoimmune conditions, Alzheimer's, dementia, osteoporosis, osteopenia, breast cancer, thyroid cancer, lymphomas, uterine cancer, I mean, name it. Like our hormones are so, so important and they are the connectors between your body and your spirit. So supporting your hormone levels is going to call your spirit back into your body. You're going to feel more fully alive and be able to live more full out. Um, And as far as doing that, getting a blood test and I it's really hard. Like, I'm like, let me look at your blood work. Um, not to just, I don't have all the time in the world to, to look at everyone's blood work and nor do we always able to accept new clients. But when you look at your blood work, let me give a couple things. You could maybe get your mainstream doctor run hormones, maybe. Um, or if you're looking at, you know, every functional medicine person, I promise you is going to tell you they work with hormones, but here's what you need to see on the labs. You're looking for the upper three fourths of the reference range. You want your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and DHEA. And when I say estrogens, you're going to test estrone and estradiol. Estriol is high when you're pregnant. It's a great thing to supplement with. Um, that's more of a personal conversation one-on-one, but you're looking for these hormones to be in the upper three-fourths of the reference range. For example, a postmenopausal woman's estrone levels reference range is zero to 125. That's a big difference if you're not having healthy levels of estrone or estradiol, zero to 70. That woman who's at zero is going to have night sweats, hot flashes, joint pain, dry eyes, dry sex, low libido versus someone who's at 50, 60, 70. So that's important. And then first thing, clean up your diet. Second thing, and the biggest ones for hormones are our meat qualities. Now I'm not a vegan by any means, um, but I will say our meat quality is really affecting our hormones in the literature and then our dairy products. So like if that's the base of your diet and eggs, then, you know, clean things up, listen to yourself, maybe bring in some more squash and some more veggies and fruits and fruit smoothies, leafy greens. And then where are you stressed? When you are burning through cortisol, you're usurping progesterone is slurpy sludge. Like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's like a slurpy. I'm just imagining the body's like, (laughs) with all your progesterone and there's none left and you're puffy and you're stressed and you're anxious and you feel like shit. And then, so looking at some supplements to support you, uh, adaptogens are great, basic nutrients. And then when you've done, you know, you're moving your body, when you've done all the things and be honest with yourself, it's not about 10 Xing your workouts and fasting for 10 days. And in fact, I don't recommend that. Um, but it's being honest with yourself. Okay. Do I need some help? Do I reach out for s- some support and find the practitioner that resonates with you? That's your indicator that it's going to be a good fit. You're like, they don't, just, they're my vibe. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it is about them. Yeah. So good. So good. One follow-up question, different person, uh, was curious your thoughts on the supplement DIM and natural ways to keep hormones in harmony through childbearing years. So I don't know if you have a quick follow-up on that. 
Yeah. Okay. So when I was talking about, I get on these like kind of niche tangents that I understand aren't the best for podcast conversations, but this is right into it. So DIM, it's an, they try to block estrogen with DIM. And when I was saying that we're all, like the world is like, ah, everyone's estrogen dominant. No, no one has any hormones. And estrogen just happens to be the one that's at 10% and the rest are at 0%. And then we're trying to craft our estrogen. So DIM, most people don't need it. DIM I might give to a woman who has a large amount of adipose tissue, who's not able to make changes to her diet at the time, who's not able to work out. Like it's just here, let's, let's throw that out there, you know, and there's other kinds of more stronger estrogen blockers. Um, but if you're trying to block your estrogens, I would take a deeper look of like, maybe other things are low progesterone and estrogen. You have three kinds of estrogen and just essentially one kind of progesterone. You have beta alpha metabolites, but that doesn't really matter for this conversation. With progesterone, you need a nice gap. You need progesterone to be quite a bit higher than estrogen. And so just by lowering your estrogen, it's not going to do a lot for you. Mm. I don't know if that answers the question. That, that helps. That's that's actually really um, beautiful, that visual. I'm seeing your hands. Yeah. I don't know if you're listening to the podcast, you're not seeing the video, but no. we're seeing the, the difference in that. So what I'm hearing, just to solidify, is that it's not necessarily about blocking your estrogen, but it's also about raising your progesterone to create mm-hmm. a big, uh, bigger separation in the two levels. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, last question is any support around women who are stepping into fertility and their childbearing years, any insight, wisdom? I'm also going to take my notes right now for this one. Okay. So the first thing I'm just, I'm a visual receiver about like what spirit wants me to talk about. And I'm seeing your ovaries and your ovaries, like let's all do a little exercise. So take, um, if you're, I'll do this. So it's listener friendly, make peace signs with your fingers and then take these peace signs, take your fingertips both put both hands in your belly button. So you have two peace signs in your belly button. Fingertips are in the belly. Take a deep breath in. As you exhale, draw your fingertips apart till they're about halfway between your belly button and your hip. Okay. Take another deep breath in. And as you release the breath, take your fingertips down. To, if you know where your ovaries are at, great. But if you go down just a few, two or three inches, and you can hover over. If you're attuned to feeling energy or you can just hang out here and you're right on your ovaries. And as you're feeling the center, either with your fingertips, your inner knowing, you might feel this part of your body talk to you. Does this energy feel strong? Does it feel a little weak? Is there one side stronger than the other? The best way to do this exercise is to check in every couple of days. Check in when you are on the trip of your life, when you're after you've made the best love or you've just baked the best pie or you've done something that's lit you up, check in on your ovaries. They're your creative energy center. So getting in touch with creation, painting, if you like to paint, going on walks in nature. Like we, I like the quote that animals do not breed in captivity Mm. because when you are like living in a cage, one, your libido is low. So like sometimes people are maxed out on their hormones. Profile looks great, but it's just an energetic thing. So getting in touch with that creativity, that living in your fullness, that's going to help just automatically this energy center strengthen. And then with fertility, really optimizing your hormones. I support every woman who feels IVF is the journey for you. And I'm here to tell you that there's another way if that's not resonating. I just want you to have options. And so one thing that's really hard, and I think our women in this society are just getting pushed down just the IVF shoot. Like that's the first thing. And that if it's speaking to you and calling for you, go for it. I love that. And I'm so glad we have that option. If it's not the hormones that they can that they will give you can cause some like longer term side effects and you see most women who are successful with IVF have one and then they're not able to have a subsequent because of what it can do to these ovaries this this energy center um, birth control is really hard on our body i was on it for 10 years plus and so you can come back but also if you're doing all of the things to raise your hormones naturally you know, you've been in the progesterone program or like name your thing and you're just not where you want to be. There's really bad ways in my, in my dichotomous opinion to do hormones, pills, pellets, shots, creams, anything that goes to your liver. Uh, uh-uh. It's going to create metabolites and give you different things than what you took 
trochees that are a capillary administration. They go, they don't go through your liver right to the bloodstream, right to the tissues. Don't beat yourself up if you need some support, but find what that support could look like holistically. So just know you have options. You have just straight up food and energy and meditation and doing artwork and get it out in nature. You have bioidenticals that are organic. You have IVF. Know you have options. Oh, so good. Okay. I know that we are wrapping up right now, but I want to ask you one last question. And that is, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you haven't shared today that's asking to come through or that you feel like is super important for this conversation? Yeah. Your body is not attacking itself and your body is not the problem. I'm just repeating what felt super strong at the beginning of this podcast. I can hear it over and over and for women, if you're if you feel like your physical vessel is your limiting factor in living full out and like being on this path as you listen to this podcast, the next step really is your physical body. Don't worry. If you're if you're super energetically and spiritually inclined, you're gonna get there. But your physical body, she can thrive. I don't care what she's been through. I I've done all of the things to your body. I've done all the diets and the birth control and all the antibiotics and all the fat burners and injecting stuff off the internet. And like I've done it. Listen, and my body's like, "Mm, I forgive you. I'll heal. And she can heal. Your body can 1000% heal. I promise you. Oh, so powerful, Jen. I love it. I love it. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Oh, yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Inspire Health by Jen. My website is inspirehealthbygen.com. I have a Facebook. Uh, My Instagram link tree has my Facebook group, freebies. I have a free hormone healing guide. I have multiple recipe books, especially one for around the holidays. And we have thyroid support. There's so much there (laughs) in the Instagram link tree. And then my website will have a lot as well. I have a podcast, have a blog, and you can check out those resources there as well. So, so good. Jen, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Last question, 10 seconds long. You are in an elevator with a woman and she sees you and you're going from floor zero to floor 11. She's like, Jen, how do I live my life full out? What do you tell her? Your body can heal. Make your body feel super freaking good and the rest will come. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.